Sunday, September, <laughs> September 6, 2020, uh-oh, <sighs> we're getting closer and closer to election, hurry up, November, <laughs> how is everyone, welcome in to all the different countries that are joining us. We welcome you all. And for the Twilight fans, anyone remember the movie Twilight and all the series, the the books and the movies? Bella Edward, Edward Cullen, where now this news is reporting that production on the much-anticipated film The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson, has reportedly been halted after someone on set tested positive for 
COVID-19. According to Vanity Fair and the New York Times, the person who tested positive is Pattinson. In a statement shared by Vanity Fair Warner Brothers, which didn't identify Pattinson as the positive case, said the person is, quote, isolating in accordance with established protocols, close quote. survive the the Spanish flu he will survive COVID is what one person wrote in the comments let's hope so let's hope the best for Robert Pattinson and everyone affected by this horrible COVID-19 news is reporting five hours ago from Trump supporters firing chemical spray and paintballs at anti-racism protesters in Portland, Oregon to yet another Trump conspiracy theory. These were some of the most intense stories in politics this week. They have a video here with, oh my goodness, with all the uh, rabble rousing going on. Just intense, just over the top. January 
tricky, slippery times that we live in. Moon.org has a petition they want people to sign to tell the states and networks not to announce the results of the election until all all ballots are counted. It says, please sign this petition asking that each Secretary of State, State Board of Elections, NBC, CNN, Associated Press, Fox, MSNBC, PBS, not announce results until all ballots are counted. Don't give any false illusions that the races are decided before all ballots are counted. Nothing is over until it's really over. And we can go to Sign, S-I-G-N dot, move on, M-O-V-E-O-N dot, O-R-G, sign dot, move on, dot, O-R-G. Can you imagine either way if they, <laughs> if they announce it early or late, can you imagine what we're in for. wide world there's plenty of good things happening and now this news reported on September 5th at 7:45 a.m. the father of the first US service member to die in combat under Trump has a message for voters before election day don't trust Donald Trump. And they have been in the news reporting this is one of the major stories. The dust up between the veterans in the service, active duty and inactive duty military servicemen and women and the slurs and 
disparaging comments that the uh, so-called president makes even about his brother calling them fools and losers Joe Biden is calling out Trump for alleged offensive remarks he made in 2018 calling soldiers who died in battle losers we'll never forget what he said about Senator John McCain of Arizona didn't he say John McCain was not hero because he was captured has to say and yes that's true but it doesn't matter if you bring the evidence even in his own voice it's eventually it's going to be oh that doesn't even sound like me I I didn't no I didn't say that it doesn't even sound like me after admitting that he said it and that he shouldn't have said it then he comes back and he tells everyone well it doesn't sound like him he doesn't believe it was him well retired judge Mary Trump Barry his sister she spoke plainly yeah, she spoke very plainly. And she said it just uh it's just too much too much lying, no morals. Nothing but lies. certainly deserve more than that. This news reported September 4th at 3.25 p.m. Russia reportedly paid for the killing of U.S. troops. Trump apparently ignored info on it and is now calling it a hoax. Here are the facts you need to know. This is another story. Not sure. I haven't looked at it ahead of time, but I, I bet they're going to give you a. Oh, it says a seven minute read. July 2nd, 2020, at 12.08 p.m. by Versha Sharma. V E R S H A. Versha Sharma. S H A R. M.A. Russia paid for the killing of U.S. troops 
What did Trump know and when? Here's what you need to know about stunning new reporting that the Russian military offered cash bounties for the killing of American troops in Afghanistan. President Trump is denying explosive claims that he ignored critical U.S. intelligence about the Russian military offering paid bounties for the killings of American troops in Afghanistan, despite military news reports that say White House officials were briefed on it as early as March 2019. Trump tweeted Wednesday that the story is, quote, just another hoax, quote, after White House officials for days obfuscated their responses and congressional members demanded a clear investigation. According to investigative reports published within the last week in the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the AP, members of a Russian military intelligence unit offered cash payments to Taliban fighters if they killed U.S. and NATO troops in Afghanistan. All three news outlets reported that Trump was alerted to the intel in early 2019, which the White House has denied. According to the Post and the Times, the bounty plot led to the deaths of multiple U.S. service members in in Afghanistan, two mothers of slain soldiers who died in attacks in 2019 that could be related to the offered bounties, spoke to CNBC and said they want answers. Felicia Aquayo's son, Corporal Robert Hendricks, was killed in an April 2019 attack in Afghanistan not long after the White House received intel briefings on the bounties. She told CNBC, quote, the parties who are responsible should be held accountable if that's even possible. Close quote. She also said that since the latest reports on the bounties were published, U.S. intelligence and military officials have yet to contact her. Sean Gregoire's son, Army Specialist Michael Isaiah Nance, who was killed in July 2019 along with another soldier in an, quote, inside a t- insider attack, close quote, meaning it came from an Afghan soldier whom the U.S. military was training. Gregoire told CNBC that she still hasn't received an 
quote, after action report, close quote, about her son's death. The military frequently uses such reports to analyze what happened in an incident, why it happened, and how to prevent a similar event in the future. Quote, what was pretty devastating to me was this were the questions one the questions I had who is this person why did he do it to not have this report and to wake up and see the news about the bounties I feel somebody should have warned me close quote Gregoire said come back with another segment this one is it's rather long we'll be right back thank you for listening Did Trump know about the bounties? Trump and White House, White House officials have said repeatedly in recent days that they were not aware of the intelligence. But other officials told the New York Times that in addition to the March 2019 briefing information about the bounties was included in a presidential daily briefing on February 27, 2020. Trump, who has a well-documented history of not reading his briefings and often grows bored with in-person briefings, was hosting former Fox personalities Diamond and Silk at the White House that day in February. Senator Brian Schatz, Democrat from Hawaii criticized the president for his evident priorities in a tweet. 
Brian Schatz tweet reads, The president was not too busy to read the document. He met with diamonds, diamonds and silk that day. He abandoned his post. That was 11.30 a.m. July 1st, 2020 on Twitter by Senator Brian Schatz, S-C-H-A-T-Z. Brian was an I. Continuing presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden also harshly criticized the president the day after the first reports broke and pointed to Trump's long history of cozying up to Russian President Vladimir Putin. The U.S. president has had at least six phone calls with Putin since the reported February 27th briefing. Quote, not only has he failed to sanction or impose any kind of consequences on Russia with this egregious violation of international law, Donald Trump has continued his embarrassing campaign of deference and debasing himself before Vladimir Putin, close quote. Biden said at a live streamed town hall on June 27th. He has had, quote, he has had this information according to the Times and yet he offered to host Putin in the United States and sought to invite Russia to rejoin the G7. His entire presidency has been a gift to Putin, but this is beyond the pale. It's a betrayal of the most sacred duty we bear as a nation to protect and equip our troops, and we send them into harm's way. Close quote. Mm, this is a tweet by now this news. 4.30 p.m. July 1st, 2020. It reads, Russian spies reportedly paid the Taliban to kill U.S. troops and President Trump is being accused of ignoring it. Continuing Biden, whose late son Bo served in the U.S. Army in Iraq, was often focused on U.S. troops in Afghanistan when he served as vice president. 
He made multiple trips to visit troops there and still carries a card with him that shows the number of troops killed in Iraq and Afghanistan. Updated daily. Versha Sharma wrote a tweet at Joe Biden carries a card with him every day with updated numbers on how many U.S. troops have died in Iraq and Afghanistan. He's been carrying it for over 12 years. Watch him talk about it and the sacred obligation he believes we have to veterans. It's a video from July 27th, 2018 at 1.18 p.m. We can listen we can listen if it plays. But I will talk about uh, the obligation we have to honor all those who have served. And without exception, they're black, they're white, they're Muslim, they're every single... Jill and I, Jill is, I think, the only second lady ever to go to a combat zone with me. She went to Iraq <laughs> during the war, and we swore in almost 100, and I think of 124 people who were not American citizens. We swore them in as American citizens in Iraq because they were members of the United States military. They won bronze stars, civil stars, purple hearts. They were there serving America. They are Americans. They're yeah. American citizens. And that's what you should understand. So their wounds are physical and uh, emotional and, um, you know, they're facing joblessness and homelessness. And so we're trying to create awareness of, of what they're facing and trying to make things better for them. I still wouldn't admit that something wasn't quite there, you know. I got in a car and I parked it on the edge of a cliff. I was minutes away from driving over the edge. I was rescued basically by a friend. And I was taken to the hospital and luckily for me, the doctor that was on duty at the time was a reservist. I've been connected with the charity and I can honestly say with my hand on my heart that they've saved my life. What have you learned through your experience about mental health for veterans that has maybe surprised you, that maybe more people don't, don't know about? Well, when our son came back from Iraq, I said, well, what do we need to focus on? He said, Mom, we really need to focus on mental health. And I was surprised by that. And um, through, through the last couple years, we found that that's true, that they do need more support and more help. All we have to do is be in the field. I've been in and out of Iraq and Afghanistan over 30 times. Yeah. I've been in the battlefield and watched these kids. I've been up in the FOF, the forward operating bases. They're under enormous, enormous, enormous. 
make them home adjusting is really difficult. Remember, a lot of these folks have been there for a year, like our son and others who, not, who were, you know, being shot at, the clean blood off the Humvees that they were in the day before and saddling up and going out the next day. And uh, it's just really, really, really enormous strain, and it takes a mental toll. just all across America, in schools, in communities, to reach out to veterans in your communities and military families and just commit to an act of kindness. But you've been involved in the Invictus yeah. Gangs with Chris, Prince Harry from yeah. the beginning. Yeah, can you tell us anything about Prince Harry? <laughs> I can tell he's you. Charming. He's charming. He's charming. too much time with him. I don't know <laughs> Well, you've spoken a lot about obligation. Um, Mr. Biden, do you feel any obligation to jump back into a potential race? No, I feel an obligation to stay engaged. The one thing that my son asked of me before he died was, promise me, Dad, you'll stay involved. Because he was worried that with his loss, I would sort of turn him and uh, so uh, that's the book I wrote Promise Me Dad it was about that commitment that I made to him and I'm going to stay involved it's something I've done my whole life and whether I run for office again I don't know but I know that I'm going to stay involved in this fight only 1% of all of the population has fought in these wars of Afghanistan, Iraq and others and uh, They've made great sacrifices. So I carry a card in there. I won't take it out now, but it has a list of every single solitary person who's been wounded wow. and or uh, killed in Afghanistan and Vietnam. I have them call the Pentagon every morning to get the exact number because every one of these fallen angels has left behind a whole community. Our wounded warriors are walking across America to create awareness of the plight of the wounded warriors and joblessness, homelessness, and the mental health issues. And uh, we, they need our support, and they need us Americans to be behind them. And there's answers to every yeah. problem they have. We just have to step up. We owe them. Video from now this news stories that move and we'll be back with another segment about what are members of Congress saying <laughs> it goes on thank you for listening Continuing with the Now This News report. What are members of Congress saying? Representative Joaquin Castro, Democrat, Texas, said on CNN that the reports are extremely alarming. Quote, 
it's hard for me to believe that the president didn't have knowledge about this, that he didn't know about it, and that folks that are advising him on a daily basis would not have made him aware of this. Castro continued, and if that's the case, and he's continued to argue for Russia to be part of the G7, continued to try to placate Vladimir Putin that really is, I mean, it's treasonous, it's treasonous to do that to our armed forces, to the men and women who serve our country. of the greatest military on earth, Duckworth said. It is, in fact, a confession of incompetence, close quote. Both parties have criticized the White House over its handling of this issue. Though Republican elected officials are less direct than their Democratic colleagues, many have been clear about how they think the U.S. should respond to Russia, acknowledging that, quote, there was intelligence reported on the allegation that the Russians were offering a bounty to the Taliban to kill Americans. Close quote. Representative Mike McCall, Republican from Texas, said the U.S. should take swift and serious action against Russia if it's true, McCall is the highest-ranking Republican on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Representative Liz Cheney, Republican Wyoming, 
told reporters, quote, America's adversaries should know, they should have no doubt that any targeting of U.S. forces by Russia, by anyone else, should face a very swift and deadly response, close quote, according to the Washington Post. The Post also quoted two senior administration officials Wednesday night, reporting that, quote, the White House is not planning an immediate response to intelligence reports because President Trump does not believe the reports are true or actionable. Republican senators are also willing to take on Putin in a contrast from the president. Senator Cory Gardner, Republican Colorado, has a bill proposing that the State Department, quote, consider naming Russia a state sponsor of terrorism, close quote. Quote, from propping up the murderous Assad regime and our enemies in Afghanistan, Putin's Russia has made clear they are no friend to the United States. Gardner, who is up for re-election in November, tweeted, quote, they've targeted our institutions and our troops. The U.S. must respond, close quote. Senator Tom Tillis, Republican, North Carolina, also up for re-election this year, supports the bill. His tweet, Senator Tom Tillis, on June 29, 2020, at 8.47 a.m., tweeted, If intelligence reports are verified that Russia or any other country is placing bounties on American troops, then they need to be treated as a state sponsor of terrorism. 8.47 a.m., June 29, 2020. What has Russia said? A Russian government spokesman has dismissed reports of the bounties and Russian embassy accounts tweeted out hashtag blame Russia in response to the story a sarcastic hashtag often used in attempts to downplay negative stories about the Kremlin. The Taliban also denied involvement. 
in an analysis for the Washington Post, reporter Aaron Blake observed, quote, the only people dismissing the Russia bounties intel are the Taliban, Russia, and Trump, close quote. The reliability of the reporting. Some of the elected GOP officials are hedging their statements on if the intelligence is true, though it has been confirmed by several different sources. Subsequent reporting by the Times has revealed that American officials, quote, intercepted, intercepted electronic, intercepted electronic data showing large financial transfers from a bank account controlled by Russia's military intelligence agency to a Taliban-linked account, close quote. U.S. investigators and Afghan officials have also identified Afghans who were part of the operation, including a contractor who acted as, quote, the key middleman between Russia and Taliban-linked fighters, handing out, quote, Russian cash to kill Americans, close quote. Regardless of whether President Trump knew before this week of the bounties, and there's plenty of evidence that he did, some of his own former advisors have deemed his latest response inadequate. Quote, the fact that the president feels compelled to tweet about the news story here shows that what his fundamental focus is is not the security of our forces but whether he looks like he wasn't paying attention former National Security Advisor John Bolton said on NBC's Meet the Press on June 28th quote so he's saying Nobody told me, so therefore you can't blame me, close quote, echoing the Democratic Senator Duckworth's comments. Bolton has been promoting his recently published book, The Room Where It Happened, which has other revelations about Trump's self-interested approach to U.S. foreign policy and national security. The South 
Paul at NYC South Paul tweet on July 1st, 2020, 5.25 p.m. reads, So now Trump has been orally briefed. The information has appeared on his television as well. He's heard from members of Congress of both parties and drum roll the Washington Post reports White House does not plan any immediate response over intelligence reports on Russian bounty targeting U.S. troops, Washington Post, story, and the URL. Gregoire, one of the mothers whose son died in Afghanistan, expressed a similar sentiment to Bolton, quote, even if He was not briefed. What's happening now? She said to CNBC. What are you doing now? Now that you know. This is still an issue. We still have women and men over there. Sacrificing their lives. Close quote. Now this news, this video we can listen to, Mr. Trump, you either, this is what the, the man in the video is saying, Mr. Trump, quote, Mr. Trump, you're either a coward who can't stand up to an ex-KJ-KGB goon or you're complicit, close quote. These veterans are calling out Trump for allegedly ignoring the paid killings of U.S. troops. Let's listen to the video. and start blasting us in the middle of the next report. We'll pick the next report up in another segment. It's called Trump and R-S-Q-U-O R-S-Q-O Semicolon S. History with Russia. 
whatever that is. (laughs) We'll be back. Thank you for listening. Russia over the U.S. intelligence community during his time as president. He's been dismissive of Russians, proven meddling meddling in U.S. elections in 2016, 2018, and has been reluctant to take reports of 2020 inference seriously. 17 U.S. intelligence agencies as well as the GOP-controlled Senate Intelligence Committee have confirmed that Russia interfered in the 2016 election. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer Democrat of New York said in a statement, quote, unlike every previous administration I've ever worked with, the Trump administration has been shockingly weak need when it when it comes to authoritarian leaders like Putin, close quote. biting my tongue oh family I'm biting my tongue trying to reserve all my smart remarks because I'm just trying to be semi neutral and trying to present both sides to give a balance, but, oh, oh, it isn't easy, (laughs) continuing, parentheses, this, a quote, this administration appears unwilling to even acknowledge the gravity of the situation, unwilling to even express concern about these rumors and commit to investigating them, Schumer said. As recently as June 3rd, Trump has sought to readmit Russia to the G7 to the dismay of other G7 countries. I'll read my daily briefings. Joe Biden tweeted on July, July 1st, 2020. Oh. 
not easy to to do balance reporting. I'm not going to say much other than whew, I'm glad I'm not a, a real reporter. <laughs> Thank you for listening.